This is Mouth Media Network, audio for business. They've had Emmy Award winning, Tony Award winning, and legendary celebrities and entertainers on their programs over the years. So when it's just them, it's just kind of sad. Not boo-hoo sad, ha-ha sad. This is Funny People Talking. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Funny People Talking. Uh, I'm Mark Rico. What? Are you? That I, sounded I, a little bit I, like... Uh, Dr. Evil? Oh, no. Um, one million dollars. Yeah, Dr. No, Evil. no, no, no. Um, who's the other guy? From Adam's family. Lurch? Yeah. <laughs> really? I don't, I don't remember Lurch. I thought Lurch was like this. Okay, ooh, that was cool. <laughs> and that makes him cough. It did make me cough. You can't do it that for too long. That went to a place. Like you're, you're, you all just tuned in to a show. That's right. This is called Funny People Talking. I'm Mark Rico, and I'm here with... Danielle Beekman. Beekman. <laughs> Actually, Danielle Beekman with two N's, just yeah, in case anyone tries to email me. It's not one N. Thank you. Good night. Danielle Beekman with one N lives in Florida. And with us also <laughs> is... Elsie. Hi, Hi Elsie. Hi. We were so in sync. I was. It's going to be a good show. Uh, we are here with you. No guests today. It's just us. This is this is one of our shows where it's just us having We do fun have a guest. It's my ghost turtle. It is your ghost turtle. Just Ghosty? let him walk around. Does ghost turtle have a name? I don't remember. Buster. Buster. Okay. So Buster the ghost turtle. I got to cross check that with the episode where I first introduced him. <laughs> But um, he could be like our our ghost guest. <laughs> anyway, what's up, Mark? Ghost guest. Just the guest. <laughs> That's exactly where oh I was going. God. Well, we are a hive mind today. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody. We're very happy to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're just going to have some fun. We're going to play a game or two, and we're going to just uh, catch up. It's been a while since we've really had a chance to chat, and uh, it's time that we do. Uh, it's time. It's time. It's been too long. There and who is... doesn't love a coffee talk? It's one one thing I noticed about you, though. What? You know what I noticed is hanging from y- your what? Hanging from my what? <laughs> you looked <laughs> you you looked as if you had, were so violated. It's like uh, no, I noticed that your earrings. Oh, uh, oh, are, are you know those uh, those little plastic. Things that hang from handlebars on a on a bicycle. Tassels. Like the tassels. Yeah. You yeah. have like long tassels. Yeah. But they look like the ones from bicycle handles. They are, Mark. Why are you wearing tassels well, on your ears? Mark, let, Ear me, tassels. let me tell you. There's this new business that goes to vintage bike shops. And they take tassels off of, like, old vintage (laughs) bicycles. And they make them in earrings. So it's, like, sustainable for the environment. By the way, way, this person, whoever it is that you are doing an impression of, I hate her so much. No, she's, like, really, really good for the environment. Um, Anyway, yeah, aren't they cool? They're super Super long, though, because they're meant for, like, a 
bicycle. Yes. But yeah, it's this new little cute Etsy thing I found, and um, I just wanted to make a statement. And they're obviously neon green with a little shimmer. So, uh, they pr- I think they came from like a five year old's bicycle. Yeah. And they make them in earrings, you know. So, one person's trash, another person's treasure. Yeah. But you know the normal tassel size earrings are really in, and I was just sick of that. I just wanted to go all the way full tassel, full basically tassel. past my shoulder. That should be a description, full tassel. I've gone full tassel today. Elsie, are you full tassel? No. No. I, I think at most, maybe Elsie is at one-eighth tassel today. One-eighth tassel. You, you appear to be in less than a stellar mood today. Elsie, you having a rough day? Yeah. One-eighth is like a really good number, though, I think. One-eighth is the, the loneliest number. I knew that you guys you... were going to do that. <laughs> no, it is. It's why? lonelier than one. Mark, why are we sinking? <laughs> See, one-eighth can't be the loneliest uh, because S-I-N-K-I-N-G. one has eight next to it. <gasps> Ouch. Pardon me? What did you say? <laughs> she said, I can always play it back. You she know, said so. S-I-N-K-I-N-G. Singing? No, sinking instead of S-Y-N-C. We're in sync, like S-I-N-K. Plummeting. You know, thank goodness that Elsie's adding all the energy into the show and keeping us afloat. (laughs) She's my foil. Just call her Reynolds. That's right. Uh Uh, I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you for that. Oh, Um, thank you. We uh, coming up, uh, you will hear us just go nutso talking about Beetlejuice, celebrity autobiography. Ooh. Um, Other things I might talk Bates about. Bates Motel. Oh. And then the things that Danielle is going to bring up are. Which is Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek, really? Oh, yeah, I have to talk about it. Okay. okay. I did see on Instagram the other day you oh, videotaping the screen. I am. Obsessed. I have not watched it. Oh my god. No, okay, we gotta I, talk about this. I do, talk- I do think I would like it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I just convulsed. You did. Okay. Anything Those else you're gonna bring? Will up? be things that we're talking about. I don't know. It's a mystery. We'll it's, see what it happens. It could happen. All right. Uh a quick, quick, quick nerd tip. Quick nerd tip. Uh here's the nerd tip. Oh, speaking of Kathy <laughs> Searle, by the way. Cause yeah, Kathy Searle. Kathy and you she does our the, jingle. Sing the jingle. Um, Just the tip, nerd tip. Ooh. Did you hear her imitating you on the show? Yeah, it wasn't me at all. And guess what? It's, she wasn't imitating me. It sounded, you, just, it no, sounded you like projected an imitation on her that was of me, and it was not me. But it sounded like you. No, it didn't. It did. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Oh, oh, you didn't fight me. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. She refuses to be that invitation. record. She did not like the invitation. She refused to be it. Well, she sounded more like this girl who talked like this. And I don't speak like that. I speak on voice. Ha, ha, ma, ma, ma. I am an actor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I nerd am tip. From Cali. <laughs> oh, my God. My nerd tip is speaking of California. Uh, Comic-Con was just last month, Mm -hmm. San Diego Comic-Con. As some of you might know, the second week in October is Comic-Con here in New York City. I won't be there. I'm sad. I will be at a different conference. I am very popular. So sorry, nerds. But all that to say, wanted to share just a quick Comic-Con survival guide. Don't you think funny people talking should record from Comic-Con? Yes. Wouldn't that be the greatest? Yeah. Everyone it's listening. It's already sold out except for Thursday. 
Well, it's sold out. But we can record there. Wow. We can record there. That'd be so cool. For April. It's sold out. Don't they know that I have nerd tips? I know we should. We got it. I also have two live stream Dungeons and Dragons shows. Anyway. Okay. So, just real quick Comic Con survival tips. So, I mean, it kind of, it's kind of one of those things that's, um, that may be obvious. But you got to have your checklist. So it pays to know your roots. So know your route of getting there. Maybe you want to get there in an alternative way, a bus. Maybe you want to go to the subway that's one of the ones inland and then walk out to not get stuck. Number two, make sure if you're staying from out of town, stay somewhere that has a meal and a bottomless coffee and tea option not far. That actually I thought was brilliant because if you needed a moment to go put your feet up in the middle of the day and then you get your coffee and go, you don't have to wait in line at Starbucks or things like that. Um, And then also uh, layering I thought was really a great idea because you never know how cold it's going to be. So if you have a costume that has a cape or an option for something cute to layer, do it. (laughs) Also, my personal tip for Comic-Con is – Deodorant, everyone. Really? Yeah, really. Deodorant, everyone. Thank you and good night. Especially those furries. And furries. <laughs> no, I mean deodorant for the furries. Oh, I know. It's got to it have I know. All so right. That's it. Thank you, uh, Danielle. Hey. Tell me to start the show. Mark, start the show. From the Mouth Media Network studios in New York City, and from the same people who brought you Monkey Radio with Mark, this is Funny People Talking with Mark Rako, Danielle Beckman, and Elsie. Well, before we start on that, I yeah. uh, do want to definitely, definitely take care of something, and that is our Tina Fey appeal. Yes. We need to beg for Tina Fey to be on the show. It's very, very important. It is. I really think it should happen. It's the important. I don't really see why it hasn't happened already. I know. Well, you know why, Mark? Let's not say, oh, I hope Tina comes on for five minutes. No. We want her for a full shebang. So let's full shebang it. So Tina Fey. Tina. Please. The full shebang. Tina, we would appreciate the whole shebang. Please. Yeah, da, 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 da. The shebang, shebang. Da, Tina Fey, shebang, shebang, shebang. Please, Tina, Tina Fey, come and be on our show in studio. Yes. Complete, full show. Yes. I think we deserve it. Please. Yes. And Tina, you deserve it. Treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. Okay, speaking Amen. of Tina Fey. Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. Speaking of Tina Fey, I spent approximately a half an hour or more outside the Triad Theater in New York City. Uh, after seeing a production of or performance of Celebrity Autobiography. Ooh, super fun. It oh, was, I think you, you sent me a picture of it. Yes. Have you cool. been to one of these? Uh, no, but I've uh, – possibly. It, it's hard to say. I've been to a lot of things at the Triad. Uh, this is – this is um, actually, you know, um, me and uh, my wife, Heather, yeah. we, we performed at the Triad Theater for I think nine months. Oh, my uh, gosh. The whole production. pregnancy. It, it was no. The only thing we gave birth to was the end of the show. I mean, it's just nine months. <laughs> that's all. But yeah, it was Aww. nine months. We performed in this uh, show called the uh, A Mermaid's Tale for, for nine months. Uh, it was an actual, real off Broadway show. Cool. For a long run. 
Anyway, so Triad Theater. So I was outside waiting for Rachel Dratch to come out, who is a very close friend of Tina Fey. Yes, she is, and, and I've served her tea. Yes. So, and I, uh, I, I waited and waited and waited for her to come out, and then eventually I was told she had left already. Where? Do, how do they sneak out? Are they shapeshifters? Where did they go? I don't know. Where did I they go? There's a back door. How door can there be back doors? In, 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 in a helicopter, I don't know. Oh, it's point, by the elevator. The point is, is, is I. Uh, I I I came close. I mean, I was probably three feet from her. At yeah, one oh, yeah. Point. It's two feet from her. I, but I I'm too respectful. Okay. I didn't want to just like, you know. Well, you mean during the show? No, after the show is over, all the performers end up making their way kind of through the audience to exit. Got and it. And I could have gone right up to her, okay. but I was trying not to be number one rude to the other uh, audience members, and two. I realize these are people too, and I didn't pay for special access to her. Rachel Dratch, she's just like us. I know she seems to be. So I would, I, I don't know. So I had she come out, or had you seen her the half hour later? What would you her, have said? I would have told her that um, I I came to see her because she's amazing, and I was hoping to connect with her, and I would tell her about the fact that we have a show about the nature of comedy. Yes, that every single show. We pray to the comedy gods for Tina Fey, and then I've and then I would explain in very quick way about my five different times that I almost worked with Tina Fey. Oh, that's fun! And you never know; this well, can be the kind of thing. Would we also invite it... Rachel on yeah, the show? I was going to say I was going to do soon. that. Obviously, oh. I wasn't going to bypass her. Thank God! Um, I, I was going to say, um, "Listen, would you come on the show? And if you're able to, could you please bring Tina Fey?" Let me explain why. That's perfect. <laughs> so. Unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to do this. That's okay. Um, so in any event, the show is amazing. Celebrity Autobiography, if you if, if you out there have never heard of it or seen it, what happens is a number of celebrities uh, or people that are being termed as celebrities, I'm not sure they all really are, read uh, comedians. They, they read uh, from actual celebrity autobiographies. Oh, from, that's fun. They could be Kenny Loggins. Elizabeth Taylor, um, Joe Namath. So it's it's like a they're they're standing Mr. up there T. reading. They're literally reading from passages that have been pre-selected from the autobiography. That is so. And what's fun. really fun is they're read with great interpretation. I'm sure as to be incredibly humorous. Um, as, do they do themes and stuff? Yeah, they do themes, oh, and cool. they do, they also will do like sometimes number of celebrities have written about the same moment in time. Where they've interacted oh. with each other. So you might have like Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor yeah. writing about something that happened between the two of them. And you get to hear their different versions being performed uh, talking about the same situation. It is apt. So the celebrities that were performing this time, uh, the, the specific famous ones were Susan Lucci, so Rachel fun. Dratch, Amazing. and uh, the, uh, Ralph Macchio. And Ralph Macho's daughter, who I guess is appearing on Broadway in cool. Flashdance. And uh So a lot of Italians. I can't remember anybody else? Lucio. Was, uh, uh Susan Lucci. Macchio, Lucci, Macchio. and were the big the big names. That is um, so fun. And uh, and it was absolutely a riot from beginning to end. Is we it every weekend? Time. No, it's only every couple months or so. I think they they do another okay. one, and it is uh, 
It looks like it takes a little bit of rehearsal, but it's not memorization. They probably do it the day of. Blocking. Like yeah. anyone that's ever done like a stage reading, there's usually like yeah. one rehear- one blocking rehearsal read through and then one pre-show rehearsal and then you just do it or something yep, like that. Yep, right? that's what I'm doing in the beginning of September there you at the go. I love doing stage readings. Yeah, me too. Um, and it's a cool way to explore yeah, new work, or in this case, old work oh, there of autobiographies from exactly. back in the day. It's the greatest too. Like, and then you hear people reading like Mr. T's autobiography oh was just so. The funniest one, though, in terms of just being stupid, was the Jonas Brothers. It was really the who read that one? Ridiculous. Uh, it, it was a whole bunch of people reading it. Oh, fun! And it was great. Rachel Dratch was the uh, the child Jonas brother brother. <laughs> um, I don't remember the his bonus name. Jonas. The bonus Jonas. The bonus Jonas. That's what they call him. Yeah, I don't remember, I don't remember what his Frankie. name. Frankie. Frankie was it? Frankie. I don't know why I know that. <laughs> yeah, she's like a Jonas are, brother fan. Oh, I learned something about you, Elsie. I'm not. I told you. I don't know. No, I know that. Okay. Joe, so Frankie, Frankie, and the other one. Frankie, the bonus Jonas. So anyway, and that was Rachel Tratch. Because she would oh, kind of go. God. They'd be like, so there'd be like three or four guys reading the Jonas Brothers, and then she go. <laughs> That's that was great. Funny in a Rachel Dratch way. So that was Ugh. if you're in New York and you get a chance to see celebrity autobiography, I highly endorse it. It was such a a, a, a fun time. That's awesome. Another thing that we saw, by the way, if we're talking about doing scene plays, we yeah. saw um Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Okay, was it great? Because at the Tonys I got to see an excerpt. Was fabulous oh my gosh it was so funny and i will admit i kind of went a little kicking and screaming on this one as i also did with hamilton well before it was a thing because we got to see it pretty early did you see it at the public or something or in broadway we saw it on broadway but we saw it we saw it early in its run like a previews or something or god you did with the original cast yeah with the original cast and it was just absolutely incredibly just jaw-dropping amazing jaw-dropping but i had no desire to go i was sort of i wasn't dragged i i was invited by my then um girlfriend i guess at the time as opposed to fiance this is a good sign though mark anytime so anytime you're begrudgingly going to something you know it's going to be like the hit of the century so um and and i i will tell you this was great it was absolutely just brilliantly performed the guy who plays beetlejuice is he's unbelievable and the girl who plays lydia is also crazy good amazing yeah and the choreography is great the production value is astonishing it is absolutely rivetingly butt gusting hilarious from beginning to end and what 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 is is butt gusting did i say butt Butt gusting gusting. did i say that it is. It's butt gusting. <laughs> what happens is, that just makes such it sound a like gas. You're farting a lot. Butt it's, gusting. It's such a gas. It's butt gusting. Because <laughs> the gusts, you see, our newest sponsor, butt, your butt gusting. Pick butt. it up today with end of show food. <laughs> I know. Maybe we should um, have the gut uh, busting. <laughs> That is definitely the title of this episode. Yes, it is. Um, um, do you think Michael Keaton would approve of the production? Do you think he's seen it? Ev- oh, he must have. I imagine he must have. But he it must was, have. It was. Um, it was funny because it was, in a way, an homage, and at the same time, it was its own interpretation. It, and that's when I know I only saw one number at the Tonys, but I that's what I gleaned, and I really liked that. Without 
being a spoiler of any yeah. type, there, one of the things watching the Tonys that I think probably most people did if they've not seen the show was listening to him do that voice and going, oh how God. possibly can this man maintain this voice? Yeah. For eight shows a week, week after week, it's got to destroy. It's not maintainable. And there was a there was a little um, Easter egg of that that he he said in he does say it in the he show. says it in the show too. He says ah. it in the show, which he's like, you know, yes, I do this voice eight days a week or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight shows a week, whatever. And and there must be a because I remember I did um, I did Oliver years ago, and I I was Fagan. I was a Fagan boy. Yeah, me when too. I was in Fagan's gang, I was in the gang. Uh, I was a wallet fact. An um, old man's hat. You got to pick a pocket or two. Yes. So um, I was faking, you see. He yeah, you he was. Was, And I had his voice like this, you see. How'd you do it? Oh, no, he damaged me voice, you oh, see. Oh, no, yeah. it did. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, so what happened was, by the end of the run, the uh, run wasn't that long. It was probably like... 10 shows or something. Yeah, mine was like 10 shows. or. And by the end, I lost my voice. Ugh. Completely lost my no. voice. We had two shows one day. And in between the shows, I had complete vocal rest. And I was able to get it done. But it was very, very tough. Wow. Because I did not know how to properly mm. manage. Do I had made a decision on the character, not thinking about what the impact on my voice would be. Yeah. And I even now just doing it for that short period of time, I can feel it strained my vocal yeah. cords. And so how does Al his name's Alex, right? I, maybe, yeah. I, I think how does I he do it? There must be a way that he's found to do it that doesn't strain the vocal cords. The same way that, you know, you can sing and it's more forced than if you do it from your diaphragm and it uses your vocal cords differently. Yeah. So there's got to be a way. Um, For sure. Anyway, impressive show that Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. That is so awesome. I'm literally – oh, his name is Alec. Never mind. Alec. I very was impressive very guy. close. And that uh, that girl that plays Lydia, I think that uh, uh, she – like if, if someone said, guess what she was before this role, I'd say she was in some sort of – band out like like um she was like in a punk band or something touring and someone discovered her and grabbed her and pulled her in to do this role that's what i would have said because she had that vibe that makes sense um she, yeah that makes sense she or she could have been in the adams family his, um yeah. I, I stand corrected his name is alex with an x <laughs> well see i'm glad we got that cleared up i know that our listeners were on the edge of their seat about that but Oh, thank you. You're so welcome. So, all right. Enough about the things that I have seen. Well, you know, I think this is a great, um, a great little segment we're doing on things that we're watching and enjoying. Oh, and that I are know funny where this is going. Because I have to say, I am, I know I already spoiled it a little bit, but I have been binge watching none other than Shit's Creek. Creek. Okay. Shit's Creek. S-C-H-I-T-T, so you don't have to make this an explicit episode. Oh, it's great. It's fine. So as – first and foremost, what I have to say about the story and, and the whole concept of it, um, you know, I am an entrepreneur. I'm an actress. I'm a producer. I'm a writer. I'm all these things. And I'm not doing acting in the quote-unquote traditional way where I – I'm an actor. I get lines given to me. I go in. I read. I audition. I book a part. That isn't kind of not the destiny of my artistic life. So it has unfolded that way. 
I am a content creator. I'm working on a short film, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I was kind of, I had a lot going on, a lot on my plate last week. And I was in the middle of watching Shit's Creek. And I was like, man, like, why can't I just get more auditions? Why can't I just have things, you know, handed, like a manager that fights for me, et cetera, et cetera, handed to me in this way. And my boyfriend reminded me, he was like, hey, Danielle, what's what's the show you're watching right now? And I was like, it's Shit's Creek. And he's like, who produced it? Who's the star? And who are the writers? Who are the writers? And I said, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy, his son Daniel, and also um, his daughter is also on it. Um, but Daniel and Eugene Levy write, produce, star, everything in this. Create and, your own vehicle. And Timothy was like, Danielle, Eugene freaking Levy is doing it still. Like he has to still do it. He still has to make the art to put himself in and tell the stories that he wants to tell. This is like the dad from American Pie. This is yeah. like sure. a Christopher Guest prodigy, you yeah. know, and then and and the magic that he and Catherine O'Hara make on that show is just incomparable. It is it blows my mind. So the comedy is so wonderful and it res it resonates as resonates with a lot of people and finally they got some emmy nominations this year of their fifth season that's another thing talk about that five seasons like talk about like working hard and feeling like maybe you're late to the party but you're not you know no i i i do get that actually and first of all you've totally sold me i'm all into checking out this shit's creek you're now. gonna love i am it. i am and um and speaking of late to – so this is good. This is a combo of what you're talking about and what I was talking about before. Yeah. Because in the late to the party but enjoying it, mm. mixed with something I was dragged to kicking and screaming but ultimately enjoy it, uh, my wife and I have been watching Bates Motel. Uh, oh, yeah. About the psycho character. And yeah. Like, uh, Norman Bates. Have you seen this show? Who's the star? I – Unknown? Freddie someone. Cool. Highmore. His name is Highmore. Freddie Highmore. Cool. Okay. Misinformation over there. She has Familia. Yeah. So. And who? Vera Familia. Oh, cool. So this show is basically a prequel to Psycho about how Norman Bates ends up being the Norman Bates that we know. And I must tell you, not only is it pretty damn entertaining, but. I was just remarking to my wife the other day. I was like, you know, I'm really impressed at how they've carved out this entire universe and set of stories out of nowhere. Yeah. Created a whole canon yeah. of a universe here that makes perfect sense and aligns so well and tells you exactly and go, oh, well, that makes perfect sense exactly why Norman Bates ended up the way that he is. It all fits together perfectly. It's almost like the roadmap is they said, okay, we end up here and now what if and let's work backwards. Yeah. And that's really cool. So uh, I recommend this show. It's five seasons. But is it scary? Is it um, is it suspenseful? Is it horror? Is it – I? Because I'm scared. In, in my – in my opinion, I don't think this is a classic scary thing where it's like uh, and someone's around the corner and okay. they, it's not. Is it mystery? It's mystery. 
meets cop intrigue show. meets what? Cop show. Cop oh. show. I've seen it meets, already. Is it? I don't see it as a cop show, but I guess I guess maybe. Well, it's, there's it's it's the it's, element of it's, it's tracking a, down. You know, like it's like a psychological thriller. It's kind of SVU meets. Is you, it dark? You watch a little bit, but it's also comedic and ridiculous. It's you know how you know you get these like dramedies that are like um, I don't know, like yeah. um I can't think of an example, honestly. But it's like, like something that has a little bit of levity to it, but little it's levity because still... it's kind of silly, but at the same time, yeah. it's scary. And it's it's yeah. like what I love about it is it's it's a it's kind of one of those things because you know where it's eventually going to go. Okay. Whether or not exactly, show, well, you have to. You, whether or not they yeah. show this in the show or not, you know what its ultimate destination is. So you're right. watching people unravel. Wow. One bit at a time. And you're interested in the journey that goes along. So it's really, okay. really fascinating. Well, what's actually quite funny is that Schitt's Creek takes place in a motel. See? Most of it. There's the alignment There's right there. There's the synergy. And the synergy with this show, Funny People Talking, that I'll say, is yeah. I think um, Bates Motel is a really great example of how humor can be used in entertainment that's not just plain old slapstick funny. Mm. It's just that people may just be so absurd. Yes. That they are funny because of the way – like the woman that plays Norma Bates, Vera, whatever her name is. She – I know you just said it. I'll see that I it went in one ear and the other out the other. So uh, the woman that plays Norma Bates uh, who is uh, Norman's mother, mm-hmm. um, her characterization of that character is so – over the top sometimes mm. that in her intensity that's actually funny but it isn't funny in a way in which I'm laughing at the actress for right. her horrible portrayal right I'm acting I'm laughing at the fact that she allowed herself to go there and make herself so gross or ugly mm. or overly angry or position herself thusly that it ends up being funny because she's not containing herself. Well, it also sounds like the tone, right? Because that's what's great about all the different TV shows that are out there. Yeah. Everyone has their tone. And to be quite honest, Shit's Creek is very similar. They are so over the top. The characters are so vivid, even down to, like, the person with one line. Like, you know, the co-star or guest star. Like, mm-hmm. it's just – and then it breaks you when they have those – really genuine moments it's like oh it's so good is that is that something that they do like they have a co-star on that's a famous person and they give them one line no uh, would that be a great idea for a show like a gimmick famous no i mean the most famous people are Catherine o'hara and eugene levy like yeah. they are the yeah there's another actor on it um who's one of the main um reoccurrings um but but anyway, yeah, I love and I love that about tone, right? Because mm-hmm. you have tone like Luke. what? Sorry. I know you're gonna do that. What'd you say? Tone loke. Tone what? Tone loke. What's that? Tone loke. It's a person. It's a uh, who's a hip hop or rap. Oh, I was like, tone- did was he what, a weatherman? No, no, no. What, what what was that song he sang? Elsie. Um, tone loke. Um, oh, um, <laughs> wild thing. Like, you make my heart no, sing. No, it's no. a different one. Oh, wild thing! I'll look it up. You guys keep yeah. talking. Tone Loke. Has a, 
what would, era was you would, this? You would know the eighties, I think, right? The eighties. I was I just merely born. <laughs> it's a different wild thing. Anyway, all this anyway. to say, what I love about oh, it goes like this: it goes oh. dun, 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 dun. wild thing. Dun dun dun. Wow, thing. Yeah, that's that's tone love. Wow, thing. I'm too sexy for my shirt. No, that's different. That's different. No, but um, I think all this to say, and and um, currently, you know, I'm making my first movie right now. So, and it's a short, and I'm I'm executive producing and doing all the elements for it, and. Tone is very important because mm-hmm. a specific director I just had a chat with, she might not necessarily want to come on if mm-hmm. the tone was X, Y, Z. And when I told her what I was actually going toward, she was actually more attracted to the script in that way when yeah. she found out the tone. So it's it's crazy when um, people, either the genre or um, or the tone, because you can read a script and sometimes on the page you could really take a lot from it. It could go one way or the other. But yeah, even talking about like Handmaid's Tale and the dystopian nature of that crazy world and yeah. the, the the images and the tone and the music is just so brilliant and beautiful versus say Shit's Creek. And both of them bring me joy in joy. weird, different ways. Have you guys watched Handmaid's Tale? No, I, I saw a little of it. You guys, I read the book. It's it's really gorgeous, though. I There's like something it. you know what they do with the lighting. They must do something where they have some sort of like fog machine or smoke machine because the lighting that comes pouring through the windows or at night is it's it's so moody and the colors are so beautiful. I'm just in awe mm, watching it. Just the cinematography. Of yeah, it. it's it's beautiful, it's beautiful. and. It, yeah, like it's just—it's crazy is, what yeah. we get to do. Want to hear our connection with *Handmaid's Tale*? Sure. It's not really a connection, but um, it's six degrees of separation. Yes. So, of course, *Funny People Talking* is a reboot of *Monkey Radio* with Mark. One of the hosts of *Monkey Radio* with Mark was uh, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben's childhood friend was Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Um, in fact, I we watched a video of. Him and Elizabeth Moth that they Moth that they had done together. What kind of video? It was before she was. Uh, I think it was after she was on or around the time that she was on The West Wing. Okay. Um, it was a comedy like uh, oh cute like a little sketch. It was it was almost like sketch stuff like uh, uh, cops like uh, oh funny like not cops like the show cops but like farcical kind of Reno nine one one. Yeah, maybe like that kind of thing. Yeah. So that a- is anyway. super fun. Anyway, so are they still friends? I don't know. Until I, I saw to ben they. In a while, so yeah. So I don't know. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, it is absolutely time for an improv game. Yes, it and is. Then we'll have some end of show food. How's that sound? Sounds great. All right. Right back after this. Connect with the show at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. And please, for the love of all that is holy, subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? Thank you.
right, everybody. Welcome back. Funny People Talking. It's time for an improv game. Uh, during the break, we've gone around the room and made a decision that our improv game will be Mish Mosh Mix. I'm butt gusting. <laughs> <laughs> with, that might be with worth excitement. it. So, ironically, the way the game is played is you are provided three words that you must implement, integrate into the song that you yeah. are making up on the spot on the so, spot so you basically get three words and you you don't have to you, you're not told the style of the song or anything you just have to work it out as a song unless we want to add the dimension of being given the style of the song to make it harder oh, i could go either way let's just see how it goes all right so um we'll start out with danielle you're gonna go first okay uh elsie why don't you give danielle your three, three words. words sewing machine okay coffee cup mm -hmm. shag carpet so all compound words <laughs> oh god yeah all compound words thanks can i get a style sure it might make it easier flamenco no, I'm, no. Sorry, I'm kidding <laughs> that's really actually a dance not a um yes um <laughs> How about a childhood child programming theme song? <laughs> okay, okay. We're learning things. We're learning what to do. We're learning things about me and you. What are we learning today? Hey, our lesson today is how to sew a dress with the sewing machine and forget the rest okay kids gather up here on this comfy shag carpeting as we sit in a circle it's time to sew grab your machine be safe and go make sure to have a buddy when you play and make sure your parents have had their coffee in their coffee cup today or they'll be grumpy time to sew time to go Sewing machine, keep it safe and slow. Everyone gather up on the shag carpeting and let's play. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfectly done. Perfectly done. That's exactly right. Thank you. When you, you're welcome. When you said um, uh, the kids theme, uh -huh. the song I always think of is the ribbon dancer song, which I've talked right, about. <laughs> ribbon dancer, ribbon dancer, writings on the wall. Which is not the right words. I was sure you're gonna say having hot cocoa in a coffee mug. Oh, oh but you said coffee cup. I know. I well, guess I was whatever. thinking of the it, parents. You ruined it. I'm just saying that would have been a really good choice. Because when you said children, I was like, I went for hot cocoa or hot yeah. chocolate in uh, my brain. That's all. Well, all right. my brain did a gut bust. That was the right way to say it. Yeah. Okay, Mark, your okay, turn. Okay, I'll do it. Who's gonna give me words? Me. Words, words, and then and you words. give the style. The words are anthropomorphize. Good. Anthropom I can't even say it. Anthropomorphize. Anthropom say it again. Anthropomorphize. Anthropomorphize. What does it even mean? It means to imbue an inanimate object with human-like qualities or so qualities a pet rock. of being alive. So like 
if I was like, this is my sweet little friend, Mr. Water Got Bottle. It. Isn't he I the cutest? Pet Rock was good. I Got yeah, it. Pet Rock is good. Okay, okay anthropomorphize, um, silly string, and a gravestone. And gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and dare I ask, what what horrifying style, style are you going to give me, Elsie? Bubblegum pop. Oh my god. What does that mean? Bubblegum pop, like 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 um Debbie Gibson yeah. or like Tiffany. Debbie. Those people. Oh my god. I have to think what that even goes like. Silly string. That's my thing. Going to a gravestone. To be alone oh. because it's a stone. It makes me feel alone. I want to anthropomorphize my boyfriend. Because <laughs> he is not really my friend at all. He might be a boy, but he's like a toy, because he's not real at all. He makes stuff up and treats me like a wall that he's shouting at, like silly string. Not really a thing. He just makes me want to kill myself. Gravestone, yeah! <laughs> okay, there you go. Oh my god, I love that your boyfriend is the one being anthropomorphized right. because he is a human, but then you said he's like a toy. It works so well. Thank you. That was deep. Okay, one more person. It's Elsie. That? That's Elsie. Okay, uh, my my words give are... Give her the words. Um, Chainsaw. A compound word. No, it's really one word. Okay. <laughs> smarty pants. Silly string <laughs> so, was. So smarty pants. So uh, <laughs> uh, since I said it, I might as well use it. Chainsaw, smarty pants, and penguin. In the style of the Macarena. <laughs> so, so you can just do it to the tune of oh, Macarena yay. if you want. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Hey there, penguin, where you going with that chainsaw? Hey there, penguin, where you going with that chainsaw? I don't know because there's not so many reasons to have a chainsaw in the snow. You live in the snow. Hey there, penguin, where you going with that chainsaw? What's my third word? I don't know. What I'm just going to keep singing smarty go. Pants. Smarty pants. Oh, yeah. You think you're such a smarty pants because you reminded me. <laughs> I was so involved with my penguin with a chainsaw song. <laughs> <laughs> that was much more like like someone who... Well, I gave her the macarena. <laughs> that was a bad choice. But it... It was funny. Yeah, it's funny. It was that was more like a poetry slam to me a little bit. That That's was, kind um, of what Macarena it was a good is. Song. Leave it was me good. Alone. It was perfect. It rhymed. I love the right. macarena. 
Okay. I had all the words. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Uh, let's Dude. finish this beautiful episode off with a little bit of end of show food. We know you like it, but do you like it like it? This is Funny People Talking. We have our um, Ooh, it's a bag of stuff. Bag it's a crinkly of bag. Cheezels. Oh. Cheezels. Yeah. What makes they're, it different from Cheez Its or Cheetos? Because they're proudly Australian made. Oh, Australian food. They are. They are advertised as a fingerlicious fun, and they oh. are cheese and bacon flavored. <gasps> well, wait, fingerlicious Cheezels. fun. They're, they're like wheels. Yeah. Wheels We're only eating round foods. Round foods. So it's a it's a it's a snacky thing. Yeah. Wait. Made finger in delicious fun. I'm sorry. I don't know why that sentence is really. I'm gonna fun, I'm gonna right. read the the back it's of great. this. It says baked, not fried, made with corn and rice. Remember the big cheese. Ooh. Listen, listen. I'm telling you a story. I'm excited. You walk into the party and there he is. You haven't seen him in years, and now he's in front of you, looking every bit as delicious as you remember. Suddenly, this playful orange fellow. Popping up everywhere, doing the rounds at barbecues, delighting crowds at parties, even lounging on a picnic blanket at a play date. He's proving irresistible, and after just one bite, you remember that the big cheese always knows how to bring the cheese-flavored fun to the party. Get online for e-cheese. I love that it says, you know the big cheese knows how to bring the cheese-flavored fun to the party. It doesn't say the real cheese to the party. Um, yeah. I also like that it says fingerlicious fun. I know. I really like the fingerlicious fun. I think the most important thing to me is that it has bacon bacon or bacon flavor in it. So let's bring it to the United States of bacon. Oh, I don't. Yeah, hide your. Can you hold out more towards me, though, please? Elsie. Okay. Oh, it smells. I know this smell. You know this smell? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, they look like calamari. They do. <laughs> they look like calamari. Whoa. Whoa. I am immediately getting the bacon. Okay. Oh, my god. Can I say my first impression of the smell? I know what, I know what it is. Like, let's say it at the same time. One, One two, two, three. three. Dog, dog treat. food. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dog treat. It smells like <laughs> dog. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said it um, like sausages. Sausages. Okay, right, one, here we two, go. Three, go. Oh my god, it's so good. They are good. This mm. is better than dog food. Mm. Oh my god, they're good. Okay. Oh, I could eat these. Guys, I am such a sucker for Cheetos or anything like cheeses. Mm-mm. Mm. I wonder if oh. our friend Jason Chatfield is listening because mm. he's Aussie and if he eats cheese rolls. good. Oh, yeah, I want more. I want more, too. <laughs> I love I these. More. Hey, let's rate them now. Okay, let's rate them now. Okay, ready? 
Ready? I'm going to give it one, two, two three. three. 1,000 and 1,000. out of 100. <laughs> Did you say 300 out of 100? <laughs> no, I said oh. 100 out of 100. 72 out of 72. Oh, perfect my God. Perfect score. score. Like the fastest perfect score I've ever had. Uh-huh. These are so great. Oh, oh my God. Mm. It's so good. <laughs> Seriously, this looks like... I don't think what it looks like, honestly. Well, let's let's give the recap. It looks like a calamari ring. It smells mm-hmm. like dog treats, but it tastes <laughs> and it's amazing. orange. If a calamari was made out orange. of Cheetos and tasted like perfection, <laughs> but smell like dog treats. That's a cheesel. Fingerlicious fun. Let's tag them on that description. See how they feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like cheesels, we love you. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wow. my god. Oh, no. This is bad. Now we all have to fly. <gasps> oh, I just realized that I can ask Timothy's sister to bring these with her on the plane. Mm. I'm sure they're orderable. Yeah, but no. Mm. <laughs> no, not like real cheesels. Right? Well, all I can say is What's somehow you- they made them here from Australia somehow. Yeah, but you were just there, Mark. No. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, Elsie, thank what? you so much for choosing these for this particular end of show food. They were yummify wonderful. They were so good. Okay, you can get a box of cheesels. I'm online <laughs> looking right now. They, she may have ordered them before. Wait, she but hold the on. These ones are specifically the bacon. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have other kinds. That's it. Yeah, they have different kinds. I'm sure so they, they like have sour cream and onion, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have original. They have cheesy cheese. Oh, well, and guess what? There's a penguin on the front. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. And that was your word. Uh-huh. But you can get a box of um, 110 grams, which I don't know what that means in it America. Means hard <laughs> it's only 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, 40 well spent dollars is what I have to say. Wow, everyone. Thank you so much, Elsie. That was really delicious. I love them so much. Wow. Um, that's it for this show, everybody. I hope you had a good time. We had, a, we had fun sharing some things with you and yeah. playing a little game and eating our cheesels. So I'm going to end the show now so we can have more cheesels. All right. Uh, all right. But thank you very much for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it so very much. We'll be back very soon with a brand new guest. Until then, for our very good friend and incredible producer, Elsie. Thanks. <laughs> welcome. And for our very good friend and tremendous host, Danielle. Bye. Bye. Um, actually, I'm going to say bye. This has been Funny People Talking. Live long and prosper. By the way, I'm doing the Vulcan hand thingy, too. You just can't see it because it's a podcast. Copyright 2019. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network. Audio for business.